Hello, the internet. What you are listening to is not a proper episode of Ope Radio. It's actually a free preview of my new Patreon-exclusive podcast, Ope Record of the Month. So it's this new show. Basically, once a month, I am going to do a deep dive into a local artist's EP or album. Usually newer stuff, but sometimes maybe some older stuff, too. Yeah. I don't need to describe it too much because in the actual episode you're about to hear, you'll you'll hear me talk about what I want the show to be and you'll hear an example of it. But my, my point is, this isn't a proper episode of Vope Radio. If you want to listen to that, go to the episode before this or if you're listening to the future, listen to the one after this. But I did want to give everybody just a, a free sneak peek at what I'm going to be doing with this new Patreon-exclusive podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to support me on Patreon, that'd be amazing. Just check out in the episode description, there should be a link to my Patreon. I'm sure you could also find it using Google Bing, Ask Jeeves, <laughs> uh, yeah, Ultavista, whatever search engine you use. So I'll get out of your way. I hope you enjoy Ope Record of the Month. Again, this is a, a free sneak peek at this new Patreon-exclusive series. Hey, Patreon subscribers, thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever Ope Record of the Month Club. A few weeks back, I asked you guys in a poll what kind of Patreon-exclusive podcasts I could offer that you would be the most interested in and feel like you're getting the best bang for your buck out of by supporting me. And it was very clear that a deeper dive on local music was the most popular idea. So I've been working on this for a while and trying to figure out how to do this. And so bear with me as this is the the dry run of this this is my first swing at this and i'm hoping it works we'll find out maybe you'll listen to you know three or four months from now you'll listen to the one i put out and be like oh my gosh it's changed so much um but hopefully i at least get some of it right today and so what i want to do with this patreon exclusive podcast is once a month i want to take an ep or an album by an op radio band and really, really sink my teeth into it and break it down track by track and give you my opinion and analysis on the record. I'm not talking about reviewing the record. I'm talking about exploring it and really digging into what the band was thinking when they were making it and um, and, and just really trying to approach it critically as a listener. And so for this first record, I am so excited to be discussing the new EP from Camp. I've played a bunch of it on the, the podcast before, so if, if you listen to the podcast regularly, you've actually heard almost all the songs that we're going to talk about today. But the record is called To Know slash To Feel. It was released on no Friday, November 13th, Friday the 13th, and I have been listening to it pretty much nonstop since it came out. You know, they just did the Spotify year interview kind of wrapped thing, and even though this record and Faint Heart's new record came out on November 13th, so it hasn't even been a whole month both of those records, all of the songs on the records ended up in my top 100 plays. And actually, uh, it, these, the, the, the last song on this EP and the first song on Faint Hearts EP both actually cracked my top 20. They, they almost made their way up into the top 10 or top 5, even though the record's only been out a couple weeks. So I want to dig into this record. And I, I have an interesting relationship with Camp in the sense that uh, I actually I ran sound for them for their first show at the Rhino. And I've run something for them a few times. My I've played with them in my band The Way Way Back. I've played with them solo with my solo project Land Lion. And so I, I am very close to this band. And I had heard these songs played live several times over the last year and a half or so. 
and it was such a treat to finally get to hear the record. So I want to jump in. The first song we're going to listen to a little bit of is Away, and I I guess the way I'm going to do this is I'm going to kind of play certain parts of the song that I find really appealing and explain to you why I like them so much, and then I would encourage you after we're done to just listen all the way through the record now that we've kind of talked about it. So let's start with Away, and I really want to focus on the intro because this is the first thing you hear, and I, I always think whatever a band chooses to be, the very first thing you hear is very important and helps dictate what they want you to think of the rest of the record. So I want to play you the first little chunk of Away. So just right out of the gate, the guitar sounds sound absolutely fantastic. The delay is so great. Your eyes, they see right through me. artwork for the record is this ghost you know and so like i mean like right now we've already conjured sorry for the pun but like the ghost imagery and and feeling like you're haunting and, and incomplete which is definitely gonna be a lyrical motif of the record but i love how delicate this bit is through here i mean we haven't heard drums at all right I think this song does extremely effectively is right here we build just a little bit right crazy just a couple more guitar textures and things like that happening and i think it lulls you into this false sense of understanding what the song is and now i want to skip ahead just a little bit so like i said it does lull you into this false sense of security and then right here and then it just hits Sounds fantastic. This was uh, recorded and mixed at Red Roof, I believe, in Kansas City. And then what I love about the sequencing on this particular album is then the next song is, I think, what you would probably call the catchiest, uh, poppiest song on the record, for, for lack of better terms. Which is, you can't win if you don't play. And the guitars are just awesome. You know, this first little bit, I mean, um, I know the guys in the band would probably recoil a little bit at this description, but that first riff has, like, a little bit of a Weezer kind of vibe to it. And... In the best way possible, I know. I know Colin in particular would probably vomit uh, if he listens to this. <laughs> uh, I mean it as a compliment. But yeah, this song's very catchy and and probably the most radio rock song on the record. But this was really strategic and smart of them because they released this one as a single. I want to cut through kind of towards the end of this one. This one just builds in a very cool way. I love the counter melodies on this last chorus which is definitely a staple of 
the emo pop punk genre that can't dip their toes into, you know, I think of like Brand New and Take It Back Sunday. Those guitars just keep rocking out. vocals right here. Killer. Yeah. Fantastic ending to a fantastic song. Absolutely love it. And then, I mean, again, I think just the sequencing on this record is fantastic because the next we go to Left Side, Strong Side, which these three songs successfully show the range of camp, but also show that camp are like, we're not going to let you figure out what this record's about. You, you have to like sit back and actually digest it. But yeah, this one's great. Um, this one takes a... I think this one's in 3-4 instead of 4-4, four, four, which pretty much the whole rest of the record is, I think. 3 one, two, three, one, two. Kind of waltzy vibe. They might count it in 6-8. I'm not sure. I should ask them. Eric would know. But Colin, who is one of the guitarists, who I know is just a total metalhead. Just like there's, uh, yeah, Nick and Colin are just incredible. That lead texture there. So cool. I like this one as kind of a lyrical take on the whole idea of like the grass is always greener on the other side. Awesome lyric. You know, Andrew is uh, very open about mental health struggles, which is one of the reasons I love this band so much. Uh, you know, what a what a great crystallization of anxiety. Yeah, um, I want to talk about a moment just a little bit later in the song, which is kind of here in the bridge, and it breathes just a little bit. The drums fall out. It really shows off that cool lead guitar part. Michael Stewart's a really great statement of the bass just kind of propel the song forward. We get big again. Yeah. Those hits on one. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Like, it just makes the song propel forward in a really cool way. I just really like that a lot. Very cool track. Excellent stuff. And then up next, we've got 2010, which I believe was the first single that they've officially recorded and released. Uh, they had a couple of demos on GarageBand, but this was the first one that like up on Spotify and stuff. And I, I've always loved this one. This one's a very cool storytelling song. It goes through a lot of different like movements, for lack of a better word. Right here, you know, you got this like very percussive, busy, clean guitars and bass Eric coming in with just an absolutely killer drum group right there Tom sound fantastic
Yeah, this one's really cool because I think in here you kind of think you know what the song is. And it goes verse, chorus, verse, chorus in a really great way. When we get to the bridge of this one, I want to skip forward just a little to the bridge. So yeah, that was the first chorus, and then uh, so here here's like the end of the second chorus, going into the bridge, and it's so it's so cool because it's it's playing off of your expectations in a very cool way. Right here. And like the way that the drive changes is incredible. almost feels like a time signature change. It's not, but they do give it this like swingy vibe. It's still 4-4, but man. The guitars just sound so like spacious, echoey. Eric, a really cool hi-hat line. So cool, and then you, you kind of expect the song to like go back to that kind of four forward. It was well, it's still four four. I'm sorry, but like that more straightforward kind of punky vibe, and it and it never really does. It's really cool. So that's that's one of my favorite things about that particular song. I think the song goes on a really cool journey, and it's it's very unexpected. I love it. So here we are to the kind of like the back half of the record, and I kind of have this theory. I haven't really super talked to the guys about this. But I kind of feel like the front half is a little bit more the like, um, for lack of better terms, like the singles. And then the back half is sort of the more experimental side. Because if you think about it, like this front half has 2010 and You Can't Win If You Don't Play, which were like the, the two they actually released the singles. And, uh, and Left Side Strong Side, which I think has a more straightforward rock sound. And then the next three are where this band really pushes themselves and tries some very different things. So... This one's stagnant, and I'll have a hard time not just playing this old song because it's very cool, but I do love the way this one starts off. You've just got all this bass part here, and Andrew comes in on these very, like, this very spoken word. Um, it, it's very different. It's, it's, it's a real departure because you usually have such a melodic vocal delivery, and it, it, it is definitely like spoken word. kind of reminds me of the band Listener a little bit. I, I just love this the more it starts to feel like I only know how to find worth in being miserable wrap yourself around me I think I might be again those lead guitars the high lead guitars you hear that metal influence and you know this one we've got kind of a three four thing happening here as well it doesn't feel like it. Eric does such a good job making those toms feel really jungly, and it has a 4-4 four, four vibe. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Accents on the one, yeah. And then here we get this. This is awesome. Oh, my gosh. So good. And that very traditional, straightforward punk drive. The swingy time signature. I'm forever dreaming of. So cool. Been, curious way. to hear if they count this part in 3, 4, 6, 8. Indifferent to the things I have 
so smart. Just absolutely brilliant soccer. Love it. I'm going to skip forward just a little bit. There is this really patient moment here in a sec that you'll hear it. Like, the song's still big and huge, but for just a second here, they let it breathe, man. Right here. Hold on. Just enough that you could have sworn the song was over. I love that. I'm a sucker for that. Just a big, huge finish to a very cool song. And this record just absolutely flies, because we are now on the next-to-last song. This is thanks to Charlie Conway. They put out this incredible video for it. You have to watch it. it, it it's animated. The bassist Michael did it. He's, he's so incredibly talented. The fact that he's such a good bassist and good back vocalist. But yeah, this song... This song, I think, is camp in a nutshell. Lure you in with that pretty clean guitar part at the beginning. And then again, they, they do such a good job of kind of like messing with your perception of like when they do songs in 4-4, they often have swingy moments. And then when they do songs in 3-4, they have these like aggressive driving moments. I mean, the rhythm section of this band is just so smart. So catchy, the vocals sound so good. Harmonies, oh my gosh. And then they hit that part of like, you know, if you were a scene kid like me, sorry, I'm pausing here for just a second. But you ever, if you were at Warp Tour in like 2005, like, uh, you would have lost your mind if you had heard this song I'm like oh man it's so good so, yeah i must get forward just a little bit in the song oh my gosh so good though i mean this is this is such a good track you gotta listen to the thing so right here we're gonna be coming like you're gonna hear like the biggest sludgiest part of the bridge and then it does this thing again where they let it breathe in just this very cool way andrew's vocals are breaking up and then like right here it breathes so much just oh gets all this air in there and then, like, the tambourine, like, was poppy, like, oh, okay, so, like, it's gonna be, like, poppy and straightforward the rest of the way, right? No. It's gonna knock your teeth out. Like, the, the misdirection, the, like, the play-action pass that is Eric coming in on that tambourine, I, I imagine it's Eric coming out on that tambourine to make you think the last chorus is gonna be, like, oh, okay, yeah, let's rock. And then this dark, sludgy... Oh my gosh. The guitar sliding up. What a song. What a song. Oh my gosh. Jealous. Oh my gosh. So good. All right. Well, then, sadly, we are on to the last song, which I think is the best song. 
it's you can always say no and i think this song is incredible i absolutely love this track kind of signature camp start with these clean guitars actually you know the delay is almost a little bit of a callback to away i think really good book into the record andrew just absolutely shines on this one his vocals are great his lyrics are great just a really beautiful it's a very vulnerable love song the words i said and i thought that you did too we took one step at a time oh the drums and the bass coming in there it's so satisfying I mean, I love that this song it commits to this vibe for just long enough that you're like, oh, this one's not going to get heavy or dirty at all, is it? So good. Oh, my gosh. Get forward just a little bit. So yeah, like I think you'll see. I mean, this is the best way possible. I think Camp's signature move is having this really cool pivot at the bridge. And so you hear this second chorus. You're like, okay, I've got a grasp on this song. I know it's up. So rewarding. Underrated lead guitar part happening there. And then you're like, wait, where is this going? I mean, like it just opens up. The walls fall off, and you're just outside. I was never ready for so naked. I'm falling apart, and no one knows if they knew. Would it even matter, or should I just make sure that it never shows? You told me that you'd always be with me, but you didn't know just what that meant. I've gotta be strong. I've gotta be better. The three of you need so much. That line gets more. me. Like suddenly, like opening up and being like, "We're parents." Like, like that's. And you, you were supposed to fix it. You were supposed to fill that hole Feels like I'm always fighting I swear I wanna be okay I swear I wanna be okay <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so good I mean, like, there's just so much to unpack there. I hate to stop it, but I am going to stop it because I, 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 like, the reveal that the speaker of the song, the narrator, and the subject have a child together is so powerful. And that idea of, like, you were supposed to fix me. Like, I found you to fix me. You were supposed to fit that hole. I want to be okay. Like, I, there, it's a, it's, um, it's a really, like, it kind of makes me, I don't know, it makes me think of, like, fiction. Like, you have novels like Catcher in the Rye where you have the 
you know, Holden Caulfield is a very flawed narrator. And you, you have th- this speaker is saying, like, look, I, I, I'm not saying this was a good thing that I did this. But, like, I picked you because I wanted to be fixed. And I'm still broken. And I have to figure out how to make that happen. I want to be happy. I, I, I do. Because you deserve that. And our child deserves that. And that is just such, like, a bold, like, it, it it's it's incredible. It, it hits... It hits lyrically just as hard as the song hits sonically. And yeah, I I hear. I just kind of want to play the song out and I'll try not to talk over it too much. Because it's better than me. It sounds absolutely fantastic. The lyrics are so good. The rhythm section is so smart. The guitars are so compelling and interesting. There's something in this record for everybody. I mean, it, it, it's just wonderful. And play it out to this gorgeous piano part. Thank you for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm very much open to feedback on all of this that you just listened to, obviously not the record itself because it's a masterpiece. Leave it alone, damn it. Uh, <laughs> but me, my part, this like was this a good way to digest a record? Let me know. I I don't I don't know. I'm hoping that there's a method to my madness and that you understand what I was trying to accomplish here. I hope that Camp feels like this was a good you know promotional tool for their incredible art. But yeah, um, I'd like to start doing this about once a month. You know, it kind of depends on when new releases come out although there's like some older records i'd like to sink my teeth into like messes learning how to talk is such a brilliant record i'd I'd love to get their permission to really chew on that and i don't know um yeah just let me know what you thought about this this was the first installment of ope record of the month the opening music was long fin playing the band faint heart and i guess i'll send you out on that too that makes sense right have the theme music be congruent with itself bookended I, this is bad. See, the music stopped, and now I, I'm just talking, and it's just here. I'm like, okay, thank you. Uh, su- support camp. Buy their stuff. Buy their merch. Buy the truly 
support them please 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 buy this record on on apple music or whatever platform it is that you use i guess it's itunes right that you give money to Don't, like listening on spotify is awesome but like please financially support this band and any band that i play on op radio and as always if you have songs that you want to send to me please send them to benbookshows at gmail.com thanks okay bye peace out